Welcome to the All People's Church podcast. We believe in loving God, strengthening families, and developing leaders. We are so excited for you to hear this life-changing message recorded live at one of our worship experiences. Remember to share and subscribe to this podcast and enjoy the message. I want to welcome everyone that has uh, joined us online, uh, wherever in the world that you are uh, watching And we are uh, thankful that you are tuning in wherever you may be. We trust that you are safe. We trust that you are healthy and that you are strong in the Lord. I just have a few moments to share what I believe the Lord has placed on my heart. You know, normally about the September time frame, I, I begin to ask the Lord, what is the word for the body of Christ? What not not just to you know, not just to bring another message. You know, my friends, I, I think we have, we've had enough messages. What we really need is to hear the living word of God. And, and I trust that you're here tonight and that you're watching online tonight, not as, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know what Pastor Moses called it, you know, the, the lucky service, the bless me service. I, you know, I feel like I need to be in God's presence on or at least in a religious service on, um, you know, on the last day of the year. And, and certainly, we, you know, we want to be in God's presence, but we're not here to have a religious service. There's a lot of places that you and I can be, and I think we recognize that, that something is happening. Something is shifting, not only in our world, but... You have to understand that when when things are shifting in the world, it means that something is happening in the realm of the spirit. And you know, none of us probably believe that two years later we would we would still be in the midst of this um, of the in the midst of this pandemic. I I really believe this is what I, I strongly believe. This I've prayed about this, but I believe that with this last variant. Uh, as much as you hear the, as much as you're hearing all the cases, I really believe there is going to be a shift in the redefinition of this pandemic. Honestly, I believe I'm not saying it's going to be eradicated, but I can see it uh, burning itself out. It's going to burn itself out, and um, and I'm not saying the world is going to return to normal because whether naturally or powers that be have already created a new normal. And unfortunately, we have succumbed to this new normal, but in the midst of what they call the new normal, God is still in charge. God is still sovereign. The earth belongs to the Lord, God's people. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is here. God continues to bring forth his purpose. And because it truly is becoming the last days, then the enemy knows his time is short and he's resisting him. You know, he's resisting the church. He's resisting the Lord with, with everything that he has. And, and my friends, I know that, I know that there's almost, I have this sense that people have this almost cautious optimism. You know, like, oh, 
I hope it's going to be okay. I hope we're going to be okay. I, you know, I hope we're, we're, you know, we're going to make it. But as God's people, you know, you and I are called to move beyond cautious optimism and to move by faith and to move by the word of the Lord. Because if you, if you look at the Bible, if you look at history, you will recognize that God always moved in very difficult times. It wasn't that life was easy. It wasn't that things were going smoothly. No, no, no. It, it was in the midst of adversity, persecution. It was in the midst of difficulty that God moved. And so, you know, you'll, you'll see on Facebook and other social media platforms, you know, uh, this is your year and people will begin to, you know, will begin to prophesy these things. And, and, and by the way, I believe with all my heart that God always saves the best for last. I, I watch how God operates in... Uh, in the word of the Lord, but listen to me very carefully. Listen to me very carefully because I believe that God's promises are yea and amen and there is so much that God wants to do within us, around us, and through us, but the reality is this, that we are coming into a season of warfare. That the promised land, which I want to talk to you about in just a moment, is always on the other side of warfare. And even Paul called Timothy to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ. You say, well, well, pastor, I don't want to be in a war, but you are. <laughs> well, 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 I don't, I don't want to fight. Well, if you don't want to fight, you're going to get killed. And this is why in Ephesians chapter 6, Paul says to us that God has armed us, that God has prepared us. My friends, I want to, I want to encourage you that you are more than able. You are, you are more than prepared. The armor that has been given to you is more than enough for you not to only be a conqueror, but to be more than a conqueror. Who can say amen to that? Amen. And I believe in 2022, we're, we're going to have to change our, our speech. We're going to have to change our uh, vocabulary. We're going to have to change our perspective and really begin to look at things through the lens of God and what God is saying to us and what Father thinks of us and, and what Father says our identity is and, and, and stop taking all our cues from the world. I'm going to talk to you about a man in just a moment in the Bible which most of you will be familiar with. He he made a statement that he was with a group of people. And when this people bought, brought a report, he said they made the hearts of the people melt. They made the hearts of the people melt because they brought a negative report. And a whole generation lost their destiny because 10 people, who by the way are nameless, 10 people brought a negative report when they should have brought a publication of what God wanted to do. They, they should have brought back a, a positive report and, and should have said, everything that God said is true. But they derailed an entire generation to lose their destiny in God. And for 40 years... God's people literally went in circles and died 
in the wilderness. My friends, listen to me very carefully. I don't want you to live in circles. I, I don't want you to live in patterns. I, I don't want you to go around the mountain and go around the mountain and, and go around the mountain and just, and just you know, let's just survive. Let, let's try to make it through tomorrow. Let, let's just try to make it to next week. My friends, listen, you are created for more than that. You're not here to survive. You're here to thrive. And you're here to lead. And you're here to give impact. And you're here to bring hope. And you're here to show the way. And you're, you're agents of salvation. That you're the difference makers in life because God has saved you, called you, anointed you. you are, you're different people. That's what the Word of God says. You're called to be different. You're called to believe. You're called to act differently. You're, you're not the same. Start, stop letting your heart melt every time you turn on the news. Let's begin to believe that your life, my life, is in the hands of God. Almost every day, almost every day I get up and I say, Lord... If I have anything else to give, you're going to use me. The moment I don't have anything to give, you'll just call me home. When, when, I, when I'm no use to you on the earth, and you'll just call me home. But I refuse to live in fear and trepidation. I have an assignment. I have, I have things to do. I have people to fortify. I have destiny to speak into. And I've noticed that God has been using me to speak destiny into people. And every time God speaks to me, I'm, I'm obedient. I, I remember, I could see it right now. It was the last day of class in this semester. My students were taking their exams. I'm sitting at the front. I'm, I'm watching them. And all of a sudden, I, I see that. I, I know the way God speaks to me. I see this person. I see this person in our church, a young person, 15, 16 years old, in front of me. I take out my phone right there. I just began to prophesy and text message right, right there to say, hey, God is speaking to me about you. I'm speaking destiny into you. But it's not just me. You have that kind of privilege. You have that kind of honor. You have that call. And Here's, here's the word that I believe God has given me for 2022 and I... I want you to say with me, I want you to say nice and loud. I want you to say, give me this mountain. Come on, say it. Give me this mountain. I want you to turn your Bibles. I just got a few moments. I want to speak to you about a man named Caleb. Caleb was one of these 12 men, these 12 leaders that was called by Moses to go spy out the land, the, the promised land of Canaan, and to bring back report. And only Caleb and Joshua brought back a positive report. And, and they came and they said, it's just as God said. It's amazing. It's flowing with milk and honey. And, and look at the fruit that, my friends, listen, it, it, it took two men to carry a cluster of grapes. Imagine. Pastor Carolyn's been bringing some fruit home. I'm like, where did you get this? shriveled up fruit and she goes you know what that cost big fruit god says i'll overwhelm you in my promised land and and so they came and 
Ten of them gave a negative report because here's what they said. Watch this. Watch how the facts and the truth are different. Here's what they said. The fact is there are giants in the land. Fact. Then they said this. The truth is we're not able. See, they had the facts. But Caleb and Joshua said those are the facts. But we want to tell you about the truth. The truth is we are able. But you see, a lot of times we give in to the majority instead of to the word of God. That somehow the majority is telling the truth. That somehow if the majority believe it, then it must be right. (laughs) I almost died of laughter. I've been called so many things on Facebook. Just this week, I was called an idiot. And, um, but you know, the idiot is going to be vindicated, I want to tell you. Because when I, when I heard our mayor say, oh, hospitalization numbers are misleading. I, I just about died laughing. I said, really? My friends, let me tell you something. This is the tip of the iceberg. The truth is coming out. The truth is always going to come out. And so we forward 45 years ahead. And and this man, Caleb, who has, by the way, his name means mad dog. We got a couple of Caleb's in the the church, you know, that their parents have called him that. And and, uh, he comes to Joshua because you see all the... All the people that disobeyed God, all the people that wouldn't take his inheritance have all died. For 40 years, funeral after funeral after funeral, morbidity, all the negativity, all the, all the lost destiny. My friends, listen, the most miserable people on the face of the earth, and let me say it this way, and even in the body of Christ are people that somehow lost their inheritance and now all they do is they go in circles. This church and that church and this ministry and that ministry and here and there. And they can never find rest. You know why? Because somewhere they failed to believe God. They failed to trust God. Or somewhere when God gave them an inheritance, they said, I don't want it. I got a better idea. I gave up a national corporate position. Because I believe that God's inheritance was better. And, and my friends, listen, you don't, all, you don't have to all come, you know, sometimes we have this idea, well, only the pastors, only the, only the spiritual leaders. No, 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 listen, God, God may have you inherit something in the, in the corporate world, in the, in the legal world, in the medical world, in the, in the IT world, in, in the charity world, wherever your mountain is. Wherever God has called you, wherever God has equipped you, wherever God has anointed you, my friends, begin to change your prayers in 2022. Make your prayers a little crazier. Make them a little radical. Get in the presence of God and say, God, give me my mountain. I want to fulfill my purpose of why you put me on the face of the earth, that I'm not here just to exist. 
I'm not here just to pay bills. I, I'm not here just to go through activity after activity after activity, and, and hopefully I make it to a place where I retire, and they give me this nice little pension, and then I can just waste away. My friends, God has a greater plan than that. I've watched generals in the faith die this year. You know, our friend Bishop Tony Miller, I said to Pastor Moses, I said, do you know what it takes to create a Bishop Tony Miller? Do you know how much years of preparation, investment, and formation that it takes God to get an individual to that level? You say, well, Pastor, then, then why did God take him? Why did God, I don't know, my friends, listen, but here's what I do know. I do know that you and I are here. I, I do know that you and I have been called, which says to me that while we're on the earth and while we have breath and while we are anointed and while we are moving in this life, we ought to fulfill what God has called us to do. Let's stop wasting time. Let's stop, let's stop being divided in our own hearts. Let, let's stop... Let's stop fluctuating between opinions and one day I'm in and one day I'm out and one day I'm cold and, and one day I'm hot and one day I'm on fire for God and, and then I'm not sure and then one day I believe and then one day I, I don't believe because here's what the Bible says. You're going to be like a wave. You're going to be tossed in, to and fro and you're going to become unstable. Decide. Make a decision. You're leaving 2021. You're coming into 2022. I... I've told you it's going to be a time of warfare. I, I've told you it's going to be a time of intensity. But listen, my friends, it is going to be a time of incredible reward. Because the things of God are worth it. The things of God are worth it. On Sunday, on Sunday, I'm going to talk to you about the veil. We're going to have communion coming up. Sunday, I want to talk to you. And, and let, let me just tell you, why is the veil so important? Listen, I'm, I'm going to give you the crux of it right now. Here's God saying to humanity, I've opened my treasure house. See, see, all the riches of Israel were behind the veil. And only one man once a year could go and see the treasures of God. And so Jesus hangs he hangs on a cross. The veil is torn from top to bottom because you know what God is saying? Come. Come and see my treasures. And you know what humanity says? We don't care. We like the world's treasures better. We like the devil's pleasures better. We, we love his treasures more and because they give us a thrill and and it's true, the world will give you a thrill, the devil will give you a thrill, but you know what? It's going to leave you empty. My friends, listen. If, if the truth was in that, then all the rich and the famous, you would think their world would be so satisfied and so fulfilled. But look at them. They're a living disaster. They don't have the answer. So this man, Caleb, I want you to look. Joshua. He says, then the children of Israel 
Verse 6, Then the children of, Israel, uh, the children of Judah came to Joshua and Gilgal, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, and the Kesanites said to him, You know the word which the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, concerning you and me in Kadesh Barnea. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me to Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought back word as was in my heart, steadfast, immovable, full of faith. He says, nevertheless, my brethren who went with me made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed the Lord my God. In other words, Caleb is saying, I'm undivided. Joshua, 40 years ago, this was my position. Position yourself, 2022. Joshua, this was my position when I was 40 years old. I'm now 85. You know what Caleb is saying? My GPS in God has not moved. I've watched people fail. I've watched people die. I've watched people murmur. I've watched people complain. I watched people leave God. But as far as I'm concerned, I remain steadfast. I'm going to follow God no matter what. He goes on. He says, So Moses swore to me on that day, saying, Surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive. Has the Lord kept you alive? Come on, say that. The Lord has kept me alive. He said, these 45 years, ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now here I am this day, 85 years old, as yet I am as strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me. Come on, wouldn't you want to know that secret? Notice what he says. Now therefore give me this mountain, verse 12, of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you heard in that day how the Anakim were there and that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. And verse, four, verse 13, and Joshua blessed him and gave him Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as an inheritance. Three things I want to say very, very quickly. Number one, my friends, listen. Begin to put a demand on God for your inheritance. Caleb comes to Joshua and he says, I, I'm not going to settle for the status quo. I'm, I'm not going to die in this wilderness. I'm 85, but I got as much energy as I did at 40. You know, I'm 56 years old. I, I see some of these generations. I'm like, come on, people. They're always tired. I'm like, what are you tired you know, maybe the older you get, you recognize you don't have much time left, so you get going, you know. Young people are like, oh, my God, I'm tired. Get that passion, my friends. Get, get that energy back in. You begin to put a demand on God for your inheritance. Number two, begin to put a demand on yourself to wholly follow God. Come on, in 2022, it... My friends, it's time we begin to look in the mirror. It's, it's time that we, we, we look at the places where, where even as Keisha was kicking these boxes around, what, what, what are some of the boxes like habits and pride and worry and, and stress and shame and my plans and my schedule? What are some of the things that you need to kick out of your life? Uh, you know what? I really believe that was a prophetic song and, and, and some prophetic action. What are the things that you need to kick to the curb and wholly follow God in 2022? How can you make sure that 
You're not wasting your life and wasting your time. Put a demand on yourself. You know, pick yourself up by, by the scruff of the neck. Put a, put a little bit of a demand on yourself to do what you know is right and what God is asking of you. Here's my third point. My third point, and it's absolutely critical, is that when we put a demand on God and we put a demand on ourselves, then my friends, watch this, the next generation begins to respond. Come on up here, worship team. The next generation begins to respond because here in the word of God, at one point, Caleb says to somebody, hey, whoever goes and attacks this area and, and defeats the enemy, I'm going to give them my daughter. And he does. Caleb gives them land. Go ahead, Corey. Caleb gives them land. And then the daughter says this. She comes to her father and she says, give me these springs. When we cry out for mountains, our children will cry out for springs. But you see, let's be honest. At times as parents, as leaders, we have put such a, a negative example in front of our children that it's okay to do this and it's okay to compromise and it's okay to be inconsistent. Some of you, listen, listen, I'm not throwing arrows at you, but some of you wouldn't even don the church if it wasn't New Year's Eve. I got news for you. God is not impressed by your attendance. Thank you for punching the card. But you see, God, God's not looking for that. Do you know what he's looking for? He's looking for your heart. Because he has destiny for you. I said, I said to the Lord today, just today, some things have been happening, and I, I said, Lord, thank God you don't treat us the way we treat you. Thank God. Thank God you're not like us. My friends, watch this. When we put a demand on God and a demand on ourselves, our children will say, hey, maybe, maybe there's something to this God. Maybe, maybe there's something to this faith. Maybe, maybe there's something real here. And my friends, listen, I'm not, I'm not here for performance. I'm not here for money. I'm not here for business. I'm here because God has called me. I'm here to stir you up. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to stir up your passion so that, so that in your spirit, man, not out of your mind, but in your spirit, man, you would say there's something greater. Something greater in my life. There's something greater that God has called me to. As we bring 2021 to a close and we're on, really on the cusp of the brand new year. I am trusting God that this spirit that was in Caleb, this different spirit, other spirit that God talks about will be in you. That you will transfer it, that, that you will be an igniter for the next generation. I pray that there would be strength for war and a desire for victory.
want you to stand with me as I will pray for you. I'm going to call Pastor Moses. Every Sunday in January, I'm going to pray for every family member. I'm going to pray for every person. Four things I'm going to pray over you if you want prayer. But tonight I want to bless you. I want to bless your 2022. Because I believe that, how many know that we serve a great God? Father, I ask you now, Lord, as we have worshipped you, we have sung, we have brought forth your word, we have, we have laughed, we have enjoyed the presence of the Lord. Father, as we bring 2022 in, God, as the calendar flips and we say goodbye to this year, the good, the bad, and the ugly, we recognize, Lord, that you always leave the best wine for last, that you have purpose and destiny. I declare strength. I declare longevity. I declare that as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord will surround his people. And I declare, Lord, that your people will live by script. They will live by the script that you have written. What we see the Father do, what we hear the Father say, we will live by script in the mighty name of Jesus. And we declare, Lord, we trust you that you're worthy and faithful in Jesus' mighty name.